Heidi Mike, welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman here, very nice to be with you. And thank you to Susie Ferguson for hosting the last two days. With me this afternoon, we have for you Cindy Michener, Recruitment Executive. Kia ora, Cindy, good to have you here. Hi, Wallace. Very well. And David Cormack, uh, safe and dry in the Wellington studio, Managing Director at Draper Cormack Group, former staffer for the Green Party. David, kia ora. Kia ora, Wallace. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Just some uh, information for you regarding roads. State Highway 20 in Auckland is closed northbound from Monaco due to a serious crash from Monaco. Traffic to the airport should use State Highway 20B, uh, while traffic heading north should use State Highway 1. No detour required to and from Auckland Airport, but there are delays in the area allow time. Uh, Rimataka Hill closed. There is no time frame for when it will reopen, but contractors are working hard to clear the breakdown and open the road. And State Highway 1 Southern Motorway, there's a crash, and due to the crash, the right lane is currently blocked southbound just past the Takanini Interchange. Please take care when passing the scene and expect delays. Uh, and, uh, yes, so there'll be updates uh, across there and, of course, into Checkpoint and the evening on RNZ National. Oh, the clean-up continues across Tamaki Makoto. Skip bins full of sodden items, varying degrees of damage uh, everywhere. Many suburbs in the Super City Central hit very hard. North Shore and parts of South Auckland also slammed by the floods. And... Look, how are you doing? Let us know. Text me at 2101. With me now, we have Tuala Tangaloa Tamasesi Tusani. He's been helping around Māngari. He is part of the ASL Foundation, ASA Foundation Trust, which is a South Auckland charity. Tuala uh, Talofa. Yeah, Talofa. It's lovely Thanks to have you on. Oh, it's a pleasure, Tuala. Now, the sun came out for a welcome respite yesterday, didn't it? But how are people feeling? Where you are? Yeah, look, uh, it's a lot of frustration. Uh, obviously, I've just come back um, uh, from Mangere. Well, actually, I'm in Mangere at the moment, and I can tell you that the houses that have been yellow stickered, um, meaning they can't go back in. Uh, but a lot of families are still waiting for um, emergency housing, so pretty frustrated with that. Uh, and I guess one of the saddest things I saw today, just then before the wet clothes and um, you know, and uh, suitcases and bags and um, you know I wish I had a laundromat <laughs> or something like that I could say look all those yellow sticked uh, houses come and try your stuff at my house or something you know, so it's something that we take for granted and uh, just to see that today was uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Tuala. We've got a panel with us as well. We'll um, bring bring them in, but you know, the, the the helpers also needing help as well. You yourself, Tuala, took a family of five uh, into your own home. Yeah, look, on Friday, I, I, I didn't really think much of it on Friday because um, yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't realize how bad it was until this family arrived. Uh, don't know them. Um, friend of mine from, I live in Mount Wellington, and a friend of mine from Henderson said, look, they were all flooded, they couldn't take anyone, and at that time, I didn't really think of it, because there was no example I could think of in New Zealand where there's a, or in Auckland anyway. It's all about taking, and um, so I took the family of five on Friday, and uh, Saturday morning, um, when we got up, we woke up, uh, the lounge where I told them to sleep was, uh, 
it, my house was flooded itself. So, it was, yeah, so yeah. It, was, uh, it wasn't easy. Hey, Twala, we've uh, just, if you could just turn your head slightly to get a slightly clearer reception. Uh, Cindy, you're Auckland based as well. Come on in. Oh, Tuala, that was a great thing to do to take in that family. What I'm wondering is, are there enough um, centres set up? Are there enough emergency sort of shelters for those in the yellow-stickered homes, the ones that can't actually get back in? Is there actually um, enough places for people to go? Places to go. Yeah, yeah, I think emergency, together, uh, yes, they are, but for them to actually, well, they're wanting houses, you know, they want their own place. Um, I can tell you there were like three families that I saw, uh, they're all, uh, they're staying in their garage as opposed to moving to an emergency house, just so that they could stay together. And if you go back to that family that I, uh, that I took in on Friday, I actually was going to put two of them in my mum's house in Manurewa, but... They wanted to stay together, so that's one of the difficulties with these emergency centres is that uh, families, and especially the families that have been hit, you're not talking about five or six people here. You're talking about close to ten, and some families over ten. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, so it's the, ex- yeah. the, the, extend, the extended families. Uh, is that out of more than one property, all in the same street, or? No, these are lines. This is lines of uh, streets. Yes. Oh, right, right. David. I mean, what can those of us who aren't in Auckland do? What? Can, how can we help? I think, um, I guess, um, what we're doing at the moment, um, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of Food Harvest. Food, food Harvest has been great in donating food um, to a lot of organisations such as ASA Foundation, which is, I'm the chairman for ASA Foundation, sorry. And um, we're volunteers, so we're volunteers. And I guess um, I think there's some lines that people can donate to to buy clothing. Yeah. I know I know at the moment um, it, there seems to be uh, not enough clothing for a lot of the children that we visited. Uh, there's a lot of food at the moment, but it's just those kind of items. So yeah. I guess. Tawala, um, I know the Asa Foundation, and I'll um, send out the link um, during the show so people know how to donate to it. Um, Go well, Twala, and um, thank you very much for being with us on the panel. We'll keep in touch with you um, within the next couple of weeks or so. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That is uh, Tuana Tangaloa Tamasese Tusani, who has been helping around Mangari, uh, and he is part of the Asa Foundation Trust. I'll, I'll send out that link now. And with us now is Mark Williams. Now, he's a broadcaster, DJ, part of Fat Freddy's Drop. His place was Red Stick at Mark Kiota. I'm very well, Mark. Hey, now, yours is quite a story. You were in a precarious position, quite literally, Mark. Tell us. uh, You know, I mean, first of all, I mean, yeah, I think me and my family were very lucky Mm. in the sense that we weren't at the house when it happened. However, my my good friend and, and, and flatmate who lived in the lower part of the house was home. And he had called me about eight o'clock, saying, "I'm bucketing water out of the, out of the, ki- you know, out of my kitchen, you know, like." And um, he he spent hours doing that. Um, I, I I couldn't get. I was in the city and couldn't get back to where we live in North North Coast Point. And uh, about ten o'clock, he's like, "Oh, look, I've done as much as I can. I'm going to go to bed." I said to him, "Well, why don't you get up? Why don't you go upstairs and st- stay there because it might be safer?" He's like, "No, my room's dry." 
and he went to sleep. And when he woke up at eight seven thirty eight eight in the morning, he parted his his blackout curtains and saw the whole the whole cliffside had gone down, and like the foundations from under his room had disappeared. You know, had were gone basically. Oh my goodness! He he went ran over and 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 woke up our neighbour who was whose home was also in a similar. Uh, situation and um, you know he called me by that time I, I'd raced over in the morning and we were all just in yeah just in kind of disbelief it's just outrageous amount of land and trees and it ended up in the ocean it was pretty wild so um, uh, yeah he, uh, my good friend Sam he was very lucky that that morning I, th- I feel like he was very lucky to not end up down the down the bank you know it's something that and as you mentioned Mark and you, you heard Tuala before there are thousands of people who have stories across Tomoki Makoto and, and indeed beyond. But you know, this is this is your house, uh, and it's a place I guess you won't go back to. I mean, that I saw the video, and it looks extra. I mean, it looks pretty frightening to be very honest. How's your family? How are they faring? I mean, as I said, I feel like you know we're 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 sort of still in shock. We're quite sad to lose lose what a well loved home. You know, to think. The potential of losing it. I mean, it is red stickers. I guess we still live in hope that perhaps we could get back there. You know what I mean? That that perhaps it's not as bad as we might think. Or so you know, it's it, it's a it's a daily uh, emotional <laughs> roller coaster. But again, I just got to stress. I just feel like there's so many people who have suffered and lost so much more than than we have. You know, it's yeah. just like I can't. You know, I, I'm, my heart goes out to all those people. You know, I mean, I, like I said, I feel, I feel lucky, um, and it's kind of like it's certainly dramatic, and just that, just being displaced. You know, just on a, on a, on the spin of a dime. You're kind Absolutely. Of like, Whoa. But Mark, that, you that, you said you said that you you would go back. Would you? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, given the severity of the slip and. The you know the level of danger to you and your family would you re- would you actually feel okay I mean I I don't want to be the doomsday woman but I think that with climate change we're going to be seeing a lot more of these extreme weather events would you yeah. would you want to go back um, Well, it's funny like I said every day is different but if you ask my wife today she would say I want to go home and in fact she says that probably quite a few times a day it's like i just want to go home i just want to go home again we're just in limbo so until until it's you know until the engineers have been around and had a proper look and really evaluated it i guess we kind of live in hope you know what i mean but i I think you know we'll we'll just take it as a a, one day at a time and and when the information comes to hand we'll, we'll, we'll take it from there there's not much we can do and um, you know, in the meantime, we you know it's like we're just we've, we're good friends have billeted us out into the into yep. the bed set, and um, you know we're just kind of we're just playing it by ear, you know, and um, yeah, it's just not much else you can do. You Mark, know. I, I, it's, yeah. it's it's a pleasure to have you on, uh, Kia ora, and uh, go well to you and Farno. Thanks, Wallace. Cheers, man. Yeah, that's Mark Williams there. Wallace, uh, to be clear, it's not only yellow sticket houses that people have had to leave. Many people in our area, Mount Albert Eden, cannot return to their homes because everything is wet and furnishings and jib board erect. The houses are not dangerous and not yellow sticket, but they still have nowhere uh, to live. All right, um, and... Um,
Get in touch. Lovely to hear um, from you across the country this afternoon. 2101. Time for I Been Thinking. David Cormack, you start. So I work in comms. I work. Um, I have a specialty in political comms because I'm a big nerd. And um, beginning... No. I know, right? And so the, I, the beginning of this year has been bananas to me because I have never seen one party completely take control of all political media in the way that Labour has. And, you know, famously over the last five years, Labour's kind of struggled to achieve anything. But they've absolutely nailed all of the messaging ever since the retreat with the Prime Minister resigning and then the new Prime Minister and just everything. And, you know, good on them. It's probably really great for them, and we have seen that in the polls. But it's not healthy to not hear what some of the other parties think about things, uh, particularly in election year. So we kind of need from a democratic perspective, them to get their act together. Act is pretty good at rushing out messaging, but National has been rendered irrelevant. And I just, I'm a former Greens comms person, and I just, other than Chloe Swarbrick, who's been doing amazing work, and Ricardo as well, in Auckland, the the party of the environment's gone invisible during a time when there's a climate crisis. Like, where are they? Why, Why are we not hearing more from them? And so, get your act together. You're embarrassing me. That's interesting, isn't it, Cindy? So you're blaming the political parties. What about the, and I say this in quotes, the media drongos? Would they perhaps have anything to do with it? Yeah, but you've got to put yourself out there and you've got to have something interesting to say. And, and Maybe they don't have anything interesting yeah, to say. Yeah, so that's not the media's fault. That's the party's fault. The party needs to be able to make their messaging appealing to both media, but more importantly, the audience. And I just, this should be the, the Greens moment in the sun, forgive the weather play on words, but... It's just frustrating to me as having been in that role. I'm sure I'm going to get abusive messages now, but that's okay. No, no, no. I would like to hear what you think of that, and maybe you might be a Green supporter or not. Love your views on David Cormack's I've been thinking. Text me, please, 2101. Cindy Michener. Well, unsurprisingly, I have been thinking about insurance with the floods. And anecdotally, I'd heard that there's quite a few people that have let the value of their household contents insurance slide and slide with the pressure on mortgage rates, etc. Um, and what I really wanted to talk about was, is it really, should insurance and good insurance be discretionary these days? Because, I mean, we've got EQC here, right? And we're the only country in the world that does land cover through something like EQC. But a lot of people need to be thinking, when you get your mortgage, you get your finance, you should be thinking about your insurance and can you get it? Okay. A lot will have changed. Indeed, with, uh, it will And have. will keep changing. Cindy Michener, David Cormack will be this afternoon.